Welcome to the Call to Serve podcast. An inside look at missionary service and its lifelong impact. Welcome back to another episode of the Called to Serve podcast. Nathan, once again here, and uh, you know it's a it's a wonderful day. It's another beautiful day. I'm here with Kate Anthony. She is coming live from Boise, Idaho, um, and she has a mission call. She reports in two months, well thereabouts, to serve in the Atlanta, Georgia North Mission. Kate, welcome to the show. How are you today? Good. How are you? Doing great. Thanks uh, for coming on the Call to Serve podcast. Yeah, of course. I'm super excited to be here. Awesome. Well, Kate, the premise of our podcast, of this podcast, the Call to Serve podcast, is really to talk about the reason why we're doing what we're doing. And specifically in this case, the reason why you're going to be serving a mission, right? And what led you to that point? So I guess my first question is really just, Kate, why do you want to serve a mission? Um, It's kind of like a long story. My whole life, I've kind of been like, oh, I don't want to serve a mission. Like, I don't want to. And everybody was always like, you'd be so good at it. And like, you should just go for it. And I was always kind of like, no, like that's 18 months of my life. I don't really know that I like want to give up. But this whole, like just this past, just even like eight months, my life has changed like completely. And so um, I went on this humanitarian trip to Costa Rica for three weeks and it just like completely changed my life. Right before I left, I had told my mom like, Hey mom, by the way, like when I leave for school in the fall, I don't think I'm going to go to church. Like I just was having some like just struggles with my faith. And I was just like, I don't really think I want to continue to go to church anymore. Like I'm not really loving it. And I just like, wasn't really finding happiness and peace that everybody always talks about. So I went to Costa Rica on this awesome trip and I just like serving others was just such an eye opening moment for me. And I really just needed like kind of a come to Jesus moment almost of like, just like a humbling experience of, I just need to serve people and like, I need to go on a mission. And like one of the first of many answers that I had received was um, we met, like my group met the CEO of like the humanitarian trip that I went through. And I had like briefly even mentioned that I wanted to like, maybe was thinking about going on a mission. Like I had, it was towards the end of the trip, like my spirit, like, was just so lifted and I had briefly mentioned that I wanted to go like two seconds I was like oh maybe I'll go and so I was yelling up the stairs to my two friends I was like hey guys by the way you have the devotional tonight like you need to get something ready and the CEO was like Kate when you get back from your mission you're going to be a trip leader and I was just kind of like I took a step back and I was like I barely even said I wanted to go on a mission and she's like saying when you get back from your mission So that was kind of like the first of many answers. And I was just like, okay. And so she had like this whole like kind of plan. Um, She has this plan called a wheels down plan. And it's basically just like when the plane lands back in your home state 
or like back in Miami, which is where we all met, you need to have a plan of what you're going to do to like continue to live this like gospel filled life. And so we landed in Miami. I had a plan. I was like, I'm set. I feel great. And, um, I didn't even have my phone turned back on. So we didn't have our phones on the trip. I had just barely got on my phone. We were on the escalator to go through customs and I was turning on my phone and my trip leader was like, Kate, I need to talk to you. And I was like, like, what did I do? We just got off the airplane. Like I haven't done really anything that I could get in trouble for. Like, what did I do? And she told me that my little sister had gone missing. She's found now. She's, we're all good. She's safe. But, um, she was like, just letting you know, like your mom called the office and just wanted to let you know before you saw anything on social media or anything like that. And so, but like one thing that I remember that she specifically said to me, she was like, Kate, don't let this backtrack your spiritual progress. She was like, you've made so much progress in the last three weeks. Like, please don't let it like affect you of like falling away from the church. Like I already had. And so she was just kind of like, please, please don't. So I kind of went on, I got home and I had like no friends. Cause part of my wheels down plan was just to find some better friends because mm-hmm. I wasn't really hanging out with the best crowd. And I was just like, I need to find friends who like invite the spirit into my life every day. Yeah. And so I didn't really have any friends. I was having all this family problems and I was just like, man, this kind of sucks. Like <laughs> this sucks. And so I like had lots of decisions that needed to be made in the next couple of weeks with like if I was going to defer from school, if I was going to go to school for a year, then go on a mission, if I really even still wanted to go on a mission. And so <clears throat> I ended up having like deferring from school and I was just kind of like, okay, I'll start my papers. I'll see where it takes me. I'm not like a hundred percent set on wanting to go, but like, we'll see where this takes me. So I started my papers, like had just barely started, like maybe put my name and address on the papers. And that's like all I had done. And I went down to Utah state to visit my twin sister. And I just like called my mom sobbing on the phone. And I was like, mom, like, I want to go to like, I want to go to college. This kind of sucks. Like being home when I have none of my friends, like I have no friends. Like I really want to go to school and just be with kids my own age. And she kind of like, calmed me down a little bit and was like, Kate, you've already got an answer. Like, I don't know why you're doubting this. Like you can do it. And so she kind of talked me down a little bit and I was like, okay, I'm going to go on a mission. I'll be okay. Like God has a plan for me. And then I went back down to Utah state. I drove back down a couple weeks later to visit my sister. And on the way there, I rolled my car down a hill three times going highway speed. And I like should not have survived like the firefighters said like they're so impressed that I was able to like walk out of my car and walk up a hill to get to the ambulance they were like we don't know how you did that and so that was just kind of like my final answer of like I need to go like I have such God has such a bigger plan for me and I was just like I have to go like this is I guess like I needed to get in that car accident for me to be like, I need to go. And so that's kind of like just my story on that. Like it's kind of a long one, 
but I just needed like somebody needs to hear a message and I need to meet people who are going to change my life and God needs me to be in Georgia and I'm so excited to go there and serve the people of Georgia. Wow. Yeah, that's powerful. That's, that's, that's cool. That's crazy. Just the different things that, that happened and really the miracles that yeah. you've seen. Yeah. That's so cool. Thanks. Yeah, for lots of miracles. yeah, that's awesome. And so going back to kind of towards the beginning of um, your story, just when you talked about um, when you initially went on that humanitarian, that, that uh, trip, right. Um, I wanted to, just to ask you a question, I guess, you know, you said it was, you know, serving others really helped. Um, but I guess my question is like, what about serving others? Do you feel like helped you the most? It's just like, I, I'm very aware that like, I'm very privileged and just like, I have things that I need and going there and just like, serving people who are so much less fortunate than me and they're so happy just like with the gospel in their lives and like a tin roof over their head and they're just so happy and I was like the gospel brings like this much happiness to people like I want to feel like that and so just like serving people like God would or did is just like I don't know there's nothing like it it's so like joyful and I feel so happy when I do it and I just want to feel like that forever and so that was like what ultimately made me decide that I wanted to go that's wonderful that's wonderful I mean it reminds me of Mosiah right 217 I'm sure you've read that scripture a bajillion times yeah just where you know really you know when we're serving others we're we're really just serving God and yeah, that's what he tells us in that verse. And that's just so cool. You know, getting outside of ourselves is really it. It's kind of amazing what it does. And, you know, I think, you know, the mission is a great opportunity to to get outside yourself some more, you know. Yeah, for sure. I agree. So that's super cool. And um, yeah, it sounds like I mean you know, how was that, I guess that shift from, you know, you said your wheels down plan was um, really kind of changing your friend group a little bit. How, how was that? It sounded like it was, it was pretty tough. It was really hard. Cause it was like when I needed friends the most, like with everything happening with my family, I just really needed like a good support system. I just like didn't really have any, and it was really hard. And like I said, I have a twin sister and she kind of like I just like stayed home a lot during the summertime because it was just hard with my little sister and everything. And she was just kind of like, she needed to be around people to feel like, to just not think about it and stuff like that. And so it was just hard for me to like, I don't know. It was hard to not fall back into like old habits of just being like, Oh, I'll just go hang out with them. But I was like, there's a a way bigger plan for me. And so I was just like, that's what I was using the whole summer is I was just like, there's something bigger, there's something bigger. And as much as it like was so much like hurt, I was just like, there's something bigger going on that I will hopefully find out soon. And so just like having that comfort with me, of there's something bigger 
was just so comforting in that time. And like, I want everybody to know that there is something way bigger for them. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's a good, you know, something good to, to think about is just, you know, Hey, there's, there's something better out there, right? God has more in store for me than, than what I can see now. Yeah. And I've met like, now I've met better friends and I'm just like, this was such an answer to a prayer of just like meeting just, even though it's just a few, like three good friends. And like, that's what I need right now. It's just three good friends who will support me moving forward with going on a mission. And that's just what I really needed. Yeah. That's awesome. Well, I'm glad to hear that, you know, you were able to find some, some good, solid influences, good, good friends. I think, I think everyone needs good friends. You know, we talk about this on the podcast many times, like, you know, you eventually become who you associate with, right? And it, yeah, in a way, yeah. you're going to take on some of their characteristics. And, and so that's super cool that you're able to, to find that. And a lot of times it takes creating a space. You know what I mean? Yeah. Sometimes you have to take something out of your life before you'll receive the other thing. If you know what I mean? Like, you know, if you want you, if you want something to happen in your life, you got to create a space for it. Right. If you know, if you want to go on a mission, you got to, you know, block off a little bit of time for that. You know, it takes, it takes some effort, you know, it takes some effort to do. If you want to have time to read the scriptures, you got to plan it out. You got to carve it out. You got to create that space. Yeah, I agree completely. And I did have one friend who kind of stuck with me through it all through the summer and she was also just such a blessing too. And she like, just, she's not even a member of the church, but even just her like good example of just being a good person is what just like I needed so much too. Yeah. That's awesome. That's super cool that, you know, that she was there and that, uh, you know, she was, you know, one of the, one of the, I guess the few, you know, (laughs) that, that are the, the good influences. Cause I mean, there's definitely people out there, you know, whether they're members of the church or not, there's definitely great, great individuals out there that are, that are good people. And yes, so I agree. just a matter of, you know, finding them, right. Yes. Yes, for sure. So awesome. Well, Kate, thank you so much. Um, what have been some other things you've been doing to, to kind of get yourself ready for missionary service? Um, I have been going to mission prep through like the Institute I go as much as I can because I work full time. So it's kind of hard to find a time to be able to go. But I've been doing that and just like reading through the Book of Mormon again has also helped me a lot with just like finding answers and just having like a better understanding of what I'm going to do. Mm -hmm. So just like mission prep has also helped a lot too of just like preparing myself for what I'm going to do and like how to teach lessons and like how to approach people about the gospel and just kind of things like that. And so I think that that has helped a lot. And even just my mom and stepdad have been such like good help. I I don't know if that's the right way to phrase it. They've been such a good help for me with like just making sure I'm reading my scriptures and going to the second hour of church because sometimes that's a little hard and just like Mm -hmm. keeping me on a good path to be ready. That's awesome. That's really cool. And, and yeah, we all need, you know, we all need good kind of going back to, you know, we only, we all need people that'll, that are, that are going to motivate us, that are going to help us to be better. And it's just a matter of, you know, for, for a lot of people, for, you know, for some people, at least it's, it's their, their parents, their siblings, you know, some type of family, um, you know, whether it's an aunt or an uncle or a grandma, or grandpa, there's, 
you know, there's definitely a lot of people that have that, that family support. Um, and for those that don't, I mean, just kind of revert back to what we were just talking about, you know, just about friends, you know, you can find really, really good friends that aren't necessarily blood related. You know what I mean? So yeah, I agree. Yeah. So just, yeah, I I like that Kate mentioned that just about, you know, having those, you know, those people that have helped her, you know? Um, and also I, I like that Kate mentioned, um, book of Mormon, right. I think that's, that's big. And I'm going to like, really, if you don't read the book of Mormon before your mission, you will not be prepared to serve (laughs) because I mean, if you go back to preach my gospel in chapter five, it talks about how that the book of Mormon should be the keystone. You know, it's the keystone of our religion. It should be the keystone of your teaching. And so if you're not reading the book of Mormon and you're getting ready to serve a mission, read it, study it, because like I said, you will not be ready to serve if you haven't read the book of Mormon. So definitely read it. It is an amazing inspired book. So, um, Kate, thank you so much for coming on the podcast. Before we sign off, I did want to ask you, what advice would you give um, to someone that's still, you know, they're preparing to serve, but they're just not sure yet? I would say just do it. Like, really just go for it. And I know everybody says that, like, just do it, just go. But I've seen so many blessings over even just the past like couple of months and I haven't even started the MTC or started serving my mission yet. There's just so many blessings that come along with it and just like everything kind of starts to fall into place. So I really just say, just go for it with all of your heart and just get excited because it, it'll be fun. And it's really exciting leading up to it, seeing all of the support of people around you and it feels good. It's a good feeling. So I say, just go for it. Powerful, powerful. Awesome. Kate, thank you so much for coming on the Called to Serve podcast. It's been a pleasure having you. Uh, You're going to be a great missionary over in Georgia. Have a wonderful mission. Thank you so much. If you or someone you know is preparing for or currently serving a mission, check out the Called to Serve mission journals using the description below. They are specific to each mission and are based on the state or national flag. They've got a nice clean look. And Elder Richard G. Scott once said, quote, Write down in a secure place the important things you learn from the Spirit. You will find that as you write down precious impressions, often more will come. Also, the knowledge you gain will be available throughout your life. Close quote. The official Call to Serve mission journals are now live and available for purchase. We now have all the Australia, Mexico, and most of the United States missions live, available now. If you have trouble finding the mission you're looking for, please send us an email at calledtoservepodcast at gmail.com. Tap the link in the description below to pick up your journal today.